welcome to Parababel. <laughs> and we're going to be doing our Valentine's special, as you can see, with our lovely Barney song. It's such a perfect opening for a Valentine's Day. It is perfect. Too. How many people out there in Paraworld feel that way <laughs> on Valentine's Day? I don't know. I'm disturbed by that song. <laughs> that would be Allison to my left. She's disturbed already on Valentine's. Rob, how are you feeling about it? Oh, great. Great. Okay. I feel good about it. I think the song's hilarious. I think uh, a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, this is like a new thing for us, starting the show with like some kind of snippet of everything. Yeah. We'd like you know? to interject it a little while with that and yeah. change it up. But Get some feedback from people, whether they like that or they'd rather we not, they not, like that? not do that. Exactly. If you can't laugh at it or laugh at yourself, you know what? Throw in the towel. Go beat the shit out of Cupid. <laughs> wow. Can you feel the love already? <laughs> so how was everyone's Valentine's? It hasn't happened yet. Oh. That's because it's Valentine's every day in my world. It's always Wednesday every day in your world. It's Valentine's Day. We're just in the fourth dimension right now. Valentine's Day doesn't happen until the sixth dimension. Oh. Yeah, that's why Bigfoot's standing in the corner right now. (laughs) Yes, scaring the crap out of me as I'm trying to drink my lovely carbonated beverage. Carbonated beverages? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. I guess that makes you happy on Valentine's Day. Sure, why not? Well, that's going to be our episode today. We're going to find out all kinds of little fun facts and happiness about Valentine's Day. Where it came from, what it does, and whatever else we can throw in the, the How much money sink. it's going to cost you. Well, we know how much it's going to cost, right? <laughs> yep, I know. Do you know? I do know. Well, let's hear it. How much does it cost an average well, Valentine's? I don't know an average person. I was going to say the whole U.S. how much it is. Uh, as an industry. It's got to be bigger than the porn industry. Uh, I don't know how big that is. Pretty big. <laughs> how do you know how much that is? <laughs> Last time I checked, it was like around $19 billion. Yeah. <laughs> Last time you accurate? checked? Is that accurate? <laughs> there is, there is a stock. He's yeah. got stocks and bonds. Say, <laughs> <laughs> you just like look up the random value of the porn industry? Porn industry is time? worth uh, $19 billion, but they're taking hits, but that's You're all like, the problem. You're like, crap, I went down in the stocks this month. Welcome to Parababble. <laughs> <laughs> right into it, kids. All right, well, this, well, this is Jeff and this is Alice. <laughs> and we're talking about stocks and bonds in the porn industry. <laughs> you know, we could probably do a whole pair a porn show. Ugh, I will not be here for that show. Yeah. I guess it's me. It's you. <laughs> I will fill you in by yourself. <laughs> facts, numbers. <laughs> Visual aids. Visual. <laughs> oh, that means you have to be videotaped. Oh, that will be the first uh, Periscope episode. Yes, we, we're yeah. looking into doing some Periscope episodes if you're out there listening, which should be really fun because then you get to see our faces in the, the studio. Parababble studio. Yep. It's always mobile. Where we have the dungeons where we keep all the crypto animals. Yeah. So we found the Bigfoot, and he is not invisible. He he still escaped, though. I mean, the janitor came in and opened the door. Let like, him out with his pots and pans. I was going to say, that was me with the pots and pans. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I wonder if he had any rhythm. I wonder if Bigfoot could have danced. Here we go. We're jumping back and forth. If you caught our Bigfoot, Bigfoot episode, we uh, talk about how uh, we get away with getting rid of Bigfoot in... People can't even find them, but, you know. Yeah. But Bigfoot love. We cut Rob off, or I cut Rob off. Did you? You did. How much is the Valentine industry worth? Oh, um, in the U.S. alone, 
It is $14.7 billion. That's a One lot of roses and candy. Yeah. You got 14, huh? Yep. Where'd you get yours from? I don't remember. Hallmark.com. Oh, they always pump up the numbers anyway. <laughs> Mine I got from the National Retail Federation. Throw a little shout out to them. Um, a two, 2013 uh, survey. Yes, because I'm sure they're listening. <laughs> they are. Come on. There's, there's one guy who's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, NRF. He's pumped. <laughs> he's pumped. In 2013, they did a survey. The average guy was going to spend $108. A woman would spend $53 on average. Obviously, the guys are going to... What? I'm not going to spend $108. Oh, it's like that. So how much is the card? What card? <laughs> wow. Okay, so you're going to cook dinner for her then? I don't know how to cook. <laughs> um, you we're... might be single after Valentine's Day. <laughs> are we going to take her out to dinner? that happened. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, there's a story behind that. There's like three stories. <laughs> so three different Valentines you got booted? Oh, yeah. no. No, before Valentine's Day, though. Right before Valentine's Day. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> We're going to get into this whole Valentine's Day thing. Yours is before. That's even odder. Yeah. Most of this stuff happens after Valentine's Day. Yeah. We'll get into that. Well, anyway, the uh, National Retail Federation did a study in 2013. And I know we're in 2016, but this is just from, you know, $108 a guy is going to spend 53 They came up with $18.6 billion spent. $18 billion on uh, that. Um. Ten billion of that was spent on spouses and significant others. The rest and families and stuff like that, you know, a little bit. But the big one, and I don't know if this is a typo with these guys, but they were pretty on it, and I've heard other numbers, I've seen other numbers online. Eight eight one five, eight fifteen, eight hundred and fifteen billion spent on pets. That's understandable. No, what? that's not understandable. <laughs> Unless you own a fucking farm. <laughs> I mean, eight, uh, eight, fifteen. Think about that. That can't be right. I, and I said, well, maybe it's eighty-one point five, but I didn't see no point in there. Or eight point one five billion. I don't, billion? Yeah. Billion. Eight hundred and fifteen billion spent on pets that's for Valentine's money. Day. That's like more money than we no, owe to China. Well, that can't be right. <laughs> I can tell you though, from working in retail, I went back in the day for all those years that when I was, he was younger. In hell, yes, when I was a youngin, <laughs> when I was a youngin, um, being tortured for all of that years. Um, there was a couple of years where I'm pretty sure we made more money selling like toys and presents for dogs and cats than we did like for children. That's for crazy Christ for Christmas. Oh, for Christmas. Yeah, we gotta figure. Pets go with what? Almost all families at one point or another has had a pet. Or you might have um, single people out there that don't have anyone in their lives, kids, family. That, you know, they rely to their pet. But I can't see myself rolling out with a 50 spot or a hundo going, all right, here you go. You know, $100 worth of chewies. No. But that could be a typo. So a lot of money is spent on the big day. Bottom line, a lot of money is spent. Way too much money. Is it too much money for your loved ones? No. 
That's priceless. It depends on what you're spending that money on. I was just going to say there was a PC comment right there. That was politically correct. And you, and depends what it is. Okay. I think something nice. Chocolate, dinner, maybe yeah. a card or two. That's usually what we do in our household. It's usually dinner and cards. Sometimes it's gifts too. Depends. Depends on the mood. Dinner and a box of chocolate covered strawberries. Which is the dinner. <laughs> 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 is the dinner dinner, is the dinner or <laughs> is the dinner someplace where you could buy a bottle of wine? Um, geez, I don't even remember where we, where did we go last year. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. The year before, um, we went to a roadhouse. It's <laughs> a roadhouse. You can throw food on the floor. Yeah. Or wait, that's peanuts. Oh goodness! Oh, where the hell did we go last year? You I really went to a roadhouse for Valentine's Day? Yeah. Well, we were only dating like three weeks by that time back then. Um, so he's out to impress. No, it was nice. Where, I don't even remember where we went the second year. So what does that say about the roadhouse? <laughs> well, if what does that say about you not remembering <laughs> where you went for Valentine's Day? If your significant other is listening to this show, she's I'm, not. Don't worry. Oh, she will be. Or you're going <laughs> to accidentally make this one skip. Uh, yeah, we'll know. We'll know. We'll get the results. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm getting old. Oh my Jeez. god! Every episode. I know. If it isn't the demons, it's being old. I know. And it's all coming from one person. Yep. No, you brought up demons last time. I know, but the old is all you. You own that. Yeah. That's well, I did true. bring that up a little. You're bit the youngest, person. oldest person I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Who has onset Alzheimer's and can't remember where he went to dinner? I <laughs> can't. I can't. Three weeks into the relationship, and you drop ball like that. Now you don't even know. I mean, give it a year and then start forgetting things that happened in the first year. <laughs> See, I can tell you every single where place that we have gone for the last 14 years because oh, we only go to two places for Valentine's Day. So it's either one or the other. I know the one. I don't know the other. The hollow. That's the one I didn't know. Yeah. It's really nice there. They do a special menu for Valentine's Day, so... You got to make a reservation there, though. You can't just walk in and sit on the, you know, horse and have everybody be like, "Woo!" No, no. Oh. Yeah. No, I want to say we didn't go out to eat last He's year. still working on this. You're telling us we're in a complete. He's like, "Where was I?" We'll get this to by the end of the show. It's driving me crazy. We ate TV dinners and pet no, dogs. I, I seriously think we got a pizza and took it in. And if we did, it wasn't my idea. See, now he's talking like someone that's been together for like 50 years. Like, I've been together for 25. What did you do with that pizza on, <laughs> on Valentine's Day? I ate it. Chocolate covered pizza? Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did that just get gross? <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> I know, I've been together, what, 25 years, and it turns into um, a card, a little bit of chocolate, and we um, do a homemade dinner, I think. Maybe a couple times in the relationship along the way we have actually... When we were younger, we went out a lot. But as we got older, Valentine's kind of took a step back. Yeah, homemade kids, dinners. Like, well, a lot of people do homemade dinners for I'm Valentine's. Not even, I'm not even a big fan of Valentine's Day just because I feel like it's kind of... Well, at least it isn't a bullshit Hallmark made-up like holiday. Like Sweetest Day? <laughs> yeah, like Sweetest Day. Oh, God. I never even heard of that till I moved to Western New York. Really? Oh, yeah. It's only, it only happens here. It only happens here? Yeah. And maybe Move. Poland. It's crazy. My mom reminded me of Swedish Day this year. 
She told me, you know, it's sweetest day. You should do something. I don't even know when it is. I, we don't celebrate it. And like I said, the only time I ever heard of it is when I moved here. If I did anything for Sweetest Day, I would be told that Sweetest Day is bullshit and I shouldn't have wasted any money. <laughs> this is my household, and I still hear this. Of one thing, I won't hear anything about Valentine's Day because we're like, eh. Day before Sweetest Day. You know, tomorrow's Sweetest Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> End of conversation. I, I told um, my girlfriend that it was Sweetest Day after my mom reminded me. And that was her, her reaction was, oh, what a bunch of crap. Excellent. I know. Excellent. For those of the listeners that don't know what Sweetest Day is, because they're not from Western New York, where it's the only place that celebrates it, do you guys even know what it is? It's um, Valentine's Day in October. <laughs> it's Valentine's that twice. That no one cares about. Is it when they run around and shoot water guns at each other and nope. hit each other with pistols? That's Dingus Day. That's Dingus Day. That's, That's all the right. Polish people out there getting That's crazy. Right. Well, isn't Sweetest yeah. Day Polish thing too? Is it? I have no idea. I think it is. No. We're going to have to look this up. Yeah. Do we have an intern to do this? Handle this look up stuff? Um, do we? Yeah, it's a no. The intern's Big foot. <laughs> Bigfoot, right. <laughs> <laughs> get uninvisible. Get your big gaping huge paws out and type in sweetest day to google please oh we should have just used siri i don't have siri you, do you have okay google uh yeah oh we thought you had cupid well you said okay google and you just activated google on my phone <laughs> this is the technology that works here at the studio kids. okay google <laughs> what is sweetest day okay google what is Sweetest Day? According to Wikipedia, Sweetest Day is a holiday celebrated in the Midwestern United States and parts of the Northeastern United States on the third Saturday in October. It is a day to bestow romantic deeds or expressions. Okay, Google. Why is Sweetest Day bullshit? Oh, you don't got nothing for that, huh? <laughs> and see, see, Siri would have told you that you have a potty mouth. Would she? Yes. She, so, has, she has a much larger sense of humor than... Okay Midwest, people. Northeast. You missed it. Yeah. You were East. I thought it was probably like east. related to Poland somehow. Well, then what's the difference between Sweetest Day and Valentine's Day? Besides the myth mythology behind Valentine's Day and how it all started. Well, that's what you have to know is how did Sweetest Day start. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't say. But I don't... Sweetest Day is like on a different day every year. It's like the third Saturday, so you gotta like calculate it. Way too much work right there. No, and and I don't like the fact that it's like shoehorning in on Halloween. You know, we already got Christmas digging it's no. You got Halloween, you got Thanksgiving right around the corner. Yeah. And then they want you know, people are expecting chocolates and happy things. Yeah. No. October is a notorious dark month. Yes. That's the way I like it. Horror movies right and scary things and demons the, and witches. The week before Halloween, they're going to throw Sweetest Day at you. Really you got to throw the witches in there? I was waiting for Along you to call them on Oh, ease up. Do you notice that we said demons and witches? Uh-huh. Well, what's the number one costume sold during? Well, that's because everybody wants to be one, secretly. So they pick that day to dress up like it, because really, everybody wants to be one. Halloween, what do you associate it with in your head? Well, I shouldn't ask you that, because you'll probably have a totally different answer. <laughs> Rebirth. Witches. Yeah, right. Okay. Rebirth I know, and I know. renewal. Okay. <laughs> it's the new year. 
Let's go to like when I'm 12 or 13 and you go Halloween. What are you afraid of on Halloween? Witches, scary things, ghouls, zombies. <laughs> Dude, you just lumped witches in with scary things, <laughs> ghouls, and zombies. Well, aren't there scary witches out there? That's racist. It is racist. There's no racist against witches. Yes, there is. You're, uh, you're okay. bordering well, on, the, uh, on the hate crime role right There's no there. hate crime here. I didn't hang any witches in Salem. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god. None of my family is part of that generational swing, so I'm not offended by it. Oh, you didn't burn any witches? You probably didn't have slaves either. No, I didn't have any slaves. Just my children. I make them work. Ugh. But anyway. My heart hurts. Okay. So like you said, we throw the sweetest day in there, which is a bunch of crap. It's Hallmark. My heart hurts on oh, this Valentine's no. Day episode. You're breaking my heart, para, literally. Para family, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, I will not hear the end of this for the next ten episodes. Breaking <laughs> my heart. See this? There. Look at well, that. at least I didn't break your neck and hang you. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> well, you're insinuating that this I broke your heart really over witches. a very harsh turn. <laughs> I love all witches equally, white or black. Right? Yes. Oh. Uh, just dig yourself out. Anyway. There's no digging. So moving what, what's on. What's this episode about? <laughs> Valentine's Day in October. Not sweetest day? Oh, wait. That is sweetest day. It was day. part. It, well, it might as well be Valentine's Day. Right? That's what we were going to do. No, the sweetest day. Yeah. It's like they snuck a quick one in. Yeah, it's like they got to have it before the actual Valentine's Day. So, like, in Texas, they don't know anything about this. Nope. All right. Supposedly. Come up northeast. If you forget it, you're getting shot. Okay. What? Who's going to shoot you? The person you didn't get anything for Sweetest Day. People in are very situations. violent in your world. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say witches, but they don't carry guns. They ride brooms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are learning so much about us right now. <laughs> Everyone's <great>. like... <sighs> yeah. Who cares about Wedges, I know. All right, so give us some, give us some uh, Cupid stuff here. Let's get on this Valentine's thing. Let's get this thing rolling. What do you want to know about Valentine's Cupid? Day. Give me something, anything. Cupid is stupid. Um, Valentine's Day was introduced in 500 AD by the Pope uh, to steal the pagan fertility festival and Pope. use it for Christianity. Pope Cleus or something like that. I don't remember. I didn't write yep. his name down. That's what happens. All hope. pagan holidays get stolen. Here we go. Made into Christian holidays to get all the pagans to convert. They stole Luper, Luper, Lupercalia. Lupercalia. That's that was the demon that did all the partying, right? No, that's the name of the pagan festival. Oh, which is the one where they're having like um, orgies and they're killing people? Wasn't that, that the only Luper? happens that in your world? Like hell. <laughs> No, 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 no. I read an article on that. That only happens. I just didn't put that it. That sounds like Christian propaganda to me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's what they want you to believe, that the pagans are like that. I will follow you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to believe that the pagans are a bunch of crazy <laughs> rapists and murderers. So oh. you'll convert and we'll celebrate Lupa Canyon anymore. <sighs> show starts to gear in about 10 minutes in we start to kick up a little bit <laughs> the dust is unsettling off we're, we're late then because we're 20 minutes in already. <laughs> <laughs> okay so 
Lupercaya. Yep. Is that his name? Or Lupercia? That's the name of the festival. The festival. Luper, Lupercalia. Lupercalia. He did what? I don't know. It's a, it's a festival. festival. <laughs> but what 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 was it standing for? It was the the pagan festival for fertility. Okay, so Valentine's came out of this. Yes, that's what the Christianity. That was their version. Into. Yes. Okay. A lot of people get pregnant on Valentine's Day, by the way. So maybe they were onto something. Eat chocolate and hump. <laughs> no. Oh goodness! Do we want some, do we want some factual stuff besides <laughs> pagan and Christian views on? Sure, enlighten <laughs> um, us, please. Hey, when do you think that Alexander Graham Bell got his first patent for the phone? Was it on Valentine's Day? Oh, there it is, March seventh, eighteen seventy-six. That's not Valentine's yeah. Day. I don't know. That's what they're telling me. <laughs> Why does that matter? <laughs> I don't know. Because maybe they changed the dates along Why the way. Why is it written down even? No. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a minute. Your prep for the Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> Alexander Grunfeld. <laughs> right here. It says. Road March 7th. Hang on. It said right here. <laughs> you look it up. V-Day episode, Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. Alexander Graham Bell's yeah. first patent for the phone, March seventh, eighteen seventy-six. Bell's award patent number one seventy-four four hundred sixty-five. In Boston, he transmitted his first words to his assistant, Mister Watson. Come here, I want to see you. That, wherever I got this from, I don't have the credit. I um maybe CNN or something like that. <laughs> they said that uh yeah that's. No, 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 no. I know what I did. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> he applied for it on Valentine's Day. He received it on March 1876. Oh, okay. There's Sorry, the folks. There's the tie-in. Do, do you know what day Abraham Lincoln was assassinated? <laughs> um, I March need to... 7th? <laughs> no, that's not when it actually happened. <laughs> well, you see, we both actually planned it on February 14th. <laughs> yep. Well, he shot him on April 15th, 1869. Oh, okay. But he first thought of it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm going to shoot Mr. Lincoln. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he had no love in his heart that day. All That's, love was lost. Was that where the Grinch came from? <laughs> no. And he Look, he applied for it February 14th of that, that year, March 7th. Is when they actually gave him the patent. So we're good. Yes, I'm trying to reel the show back in. It hurts. Allison's crying. <laughs> Rob's got to listen to this through a set of headphones so he gets double exposure. Oh, goodness. But yes, he was okay. awarded the patent. Okay. U.S. patent, um, 174,000, number 465, something like that. And in Boston, he transmitted his first words. I'm so glad you figured that out. Cause you're it took me a minute, you know? It took me a minute to realize that I just, I automatically assumed it was February, so that one's garbage. <laughs> so, what else we got to know about Cupid? It's a good thing that this was not our Periscope episode, because it would have been really ridiculous. It would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, how about Aretha Franklin? 
1968. What, what month and day? February 14th. And what happened to Aretha Franklin on this day? Respect. Her song, Respect. How do you spell it? R. E. S. P. E. C. T. That song, two Grammys. On Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm just going down the list, folks. I got all kinds of stuff here for you. You think a lot of people get divorced on Valentine's Day? Why not? That would be sad. It is. Yeah. They probably get drunk and then fight. <laughs> You're laughing so about that. But um, that's exactly what it is. Really? The busiest season for divorce lawyers is starts right after uh, February 15th. They call it the divorce season. Wow. Lawyers and everybody. And they're um, like, I just got to get through Valentine's Day. <laughs> there's an average spike of 38% in that month. That's the busiest month for divorces. Wow. And they have a lot of theories behind this because, <clears throat> well, where we're at and what the article was aimed at, we're in a colder area. Winters, we're indoors more. And if you already have problems in the marriage and there's things going on, now you're stuck with these people. People don't have any R-E-S-P-E-C-T for each other. <laughs> there is no respect. Uh, that's, it, it brings help, it to a head. They need help from Aretha Franklin and Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> she could have sang through. But anyway, yeah. Um, people who are uh, cheating, that's a big one because what happens is they can't be in both places at the same time and that usually causes a fight one is outed and then it causes a shit storm and next thing you know i'm getting divorced uh the husband stays late at the office i won't be home misses the dinner there's already underlining issues bam it starts to spike so that yeah cnn was throwing that around there about the uh uh busiest month being february for divorce lawyers it happens, you know, different reasons. Um, but also they they did a study, too, that a lot of people uh, take stock in their relationships and where they're at on Valentine's Day, almost as a measuring stick to see if you're still liking your partner, loving your partner, loving life, whatever. So, you know, and when you start to do that, that's when things, you know, might come to a head a little easier. It's a trouble-causing holiday. See? Always is. So, yeah. So February, if you want to get divorced, is a good, good month. Okay. I imagine there's no Groupons for it either, but <laughs> hey, you never know. You sure? What are you going on? What's going on over there? Oh, um, I got random facts about Valentine's Day. About Valentine's Day, February fourteenth. <laughs> Just so we're all <laughs> we're all clear on it. It's not March seventh. <laughs> Did you know that Groundhog's Day was originally on February 14th? Why? I don't know. It was. <laughs> <laughs> no reason. Just because. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw that fact and I was a little upset because, you know, this poor Groundhog had to move his day because of Valentine's Day. Yo. He has a movie. Groundhog Day. Yes, he does. Um, What else do I got? In 2005, a man was charged for trying to organize a mass suicide on Valentine's Day. 
Oh, that's pleasant. Yeah. Did he succeed? Um, no. Uh, Valentine's Day was removed from the Roman calendar of saints in 1969 by the Pope. But the observance is still allowed. That's because Hallmark stepped in. Yes, probably. So, Valentine's Day in general, um, I tried to look into, like, the origin of it. Mm -hmm. And there are, like, five origins. Uh, And it all surrounds St. Valentine, obviously. But, again, they don't even know, like, who St. Valentine really was. It's murky. The history, yeah, it's not a clear-cut story. But, no matter which story you look at, he always ends up getting beheaded or burned at the stake or tortured and dying and being killed. It's all about passion and love. Yes. <laughs> Which ties us into what? Oh, he was killed on February 14th every time, too. So that's why the day's on that February 14th. Oh, so it's really not a happy holiday. Oh, they call it a holiday. Well, hold up, hold up. There. Well, he wrote <clears throat> when he was in imprisoned in the jail he had the jailer's daughter that would come and visit him and he started a relationship with her and he actually wrote her a letter the day before he was executed and he signed it your valentine so that's how the whole history of sending valentines to people that you love on valentine's day came about I also heard that she was blind and he cured her of her blindness. That's one of the stories I read. Well, you gotta have miracles in order to be a saint. Yep. So. Okay. I like that. So is that how the candies got involved? It's like, would you be mine? True love forever? I don't know. You know what? I did read about those candies, though. They have a shelf life of five years. That's not good. I mean, it's good for shelf life, but that's not good that candy no, has. You don't know what the hell is in those things. <laughs> yeah, and they're teeth breakers, too. They're like yeah. jaw breakers. I remember in eighth grade, I had my little little card, like one by one, two by two. You be mine, me. And I'd give it to the girl that I liked. And then I'd get one back from another girl. And then she'd throw it on the ground and stomp on it. Oh, back. my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. I, I have a pain. Oh. <sighs> Knew I knew you'd get even with me. You get like the generic box of Valentine's Day cards with the the cartoon characters or whatever you wanted on. Mm-hmm. You probably were coming up during the SpongeBob era, right? No, that was after my time. <laughs> I was more Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Ninja I was Turtles. gonna say that. Yep. Ninja Turtles. I think I had. I don't. I don't remember anything else, honestly. I was more at He-Man, She-Ra. I liked Generation. He-Man. That was before that. I don't even remember. I just like I said, I got the little cards and the hearts. I he liked man, things Shira. before my time, so I was an Thundercats. So even the cartoons and Will animation. You be my Shatara. I was not a Thundercats person, kid. And go. <laughs> <laughs> the debate is on. <laughs> I didn't have any cartoon characters when I was raised that way. Really? They didn't have cartoons. For <laughs> they no, they did. Tom and Jerry. Did they do Valentine's? Scooby Doo. Oh, they did do that. Maybe that was it. It was so long ago. No, Rob's the oldest one here. Oh, yeah. sorry. I didn't want to steal your thunder. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the candies. I won't buy them anymore, though. Well, if there's going to be a zombie apocalypse, they're probably good to stock. Yeah. They last for five years. So there's that. What about the uh, 
What's what's in Zombieland? Twinkies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pink ones. The snowballs. 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 The That's pink what snowballs. he got by accident. He didn't want the snowballs. He, he didn't want the snowballs. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what do you guys think is a good gift for Valentine's? <laughs> well, if you're robbed, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> It's a waste of money. That's sweetest day. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. I think the more years that you're with somebody, the harder it gets too. Because it's like, what do you do? That do you, you think jewelry's still up there? Uh, well, my husband doesn't like jewelry, so there's that. So you buy your own, okay? <laughs> I have a hard time with jewelry and flowers because I'm horrible at picking both of them out. How can you be horrible at picking out flowers? Roses are red, violets are blue. I love you. I can't explain these things. I just know them. Well, okay. flowers need to be specific for what people like. Exactly. And roses, depending on the color, have all different meanings. True. So you don't want to be getting, know. you know, your significant other, your friend, some yellow roses because that's the wrong message. Well, no, 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 no. Isn't yellow for a friendship? Yeah, but you don't want to give that to somebody. Oh, to somebody. Right, 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 right. What no. about black roses? Well. If you're me, then you love that. <laughs> if you're somebody else, you'd probably be very afraid to sleep with one eye open. <laughs> if you even get that close. <laughs> I actually had black magic roses at my wedding. Specifically because of what they were called. That's what I wanted. They were really cool. They're super like dark, dark red. But there is a whole language of flowers. Yes, there is. Yeah. I've All different this. flowers mean different things. So. Mm-hmm. so I don't speak flowers, so I don't know these things. That's why... Well, only I mean I only looked at the rose chart because they tell you. I mean that before that was never really anything. Now it's very. There's a chart. Yeah, you can look at it right up Siri or tell your whoever your knockoff okay, is. Okay, Google. It's not on. Uh, <laughs> turn the intern off, did you? <laughs> okay, Google. What's this rose chart I keep hearing about? What's the slowest? <laughs> What did it say? I don't know if you slurred uh, that sentence out any better. Siri is so much better than your Google platform. Google thought I just said, what's the slowest China keep hearing about? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you buy her? In China? Okay, Google. Google. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. Yeah, you're Google. Okay, Google. Um... What's the rose chart? (laughs) According to Wikipedia, St. Rose Church, also known as St. Rose Church, is a Roman Catholic church located in Cincinnati, Ohio. And this is why the internet sucks. (laughs) Okay, Google, enough. (laughs) I've had enough of your shit tonight. But it was a Roman Catholic holiday, so we're close. Yeah, okay, okay, Google, I kind of get that. No, Jesus, here (laughs) goes. Shit. Speaking out of line. Speaking out of line. Speaking out line. This None. is probably like the most interesting podcast ever. <laughs> okay, Google. Why is Parababel so awesome? Why is Paramore so awesome? <laughs> wow. Weird. Yeah, your Google platform sucks. <laughs> if you're really interested in any of this... No, it, it came up Parabell first, but then it autocorrected to Paramore. So it's autocorrect, huh? I don't want to hear it. Siri would answer me and say, yes, Sparkly Unicorn Princess, here's exactly what you want. Yep, she should be my valentine. She helps me all the time. You should ask Yeah, her but will she valentine. buy you jewelry? I don't really wear a lot of jewelry, so that's not a big deal for me. Chocolate? I hate chocolate. 
I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of chocolate. I never have been. A card? Yeah, cards are nice. I like what's written in the card better than the card itself. Who I care writes about, it? I care about the little love note that I get inside the card. Oh, so you know, love like, notes. Like, babe, <laughs> I really like you. <laughs> like you're you super lots. cool. I'm glad that you're you're my friend. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, that's like, I think that for me, it's not about the materialistic things you get. It's like the sentimental pieces of that. So I'd rather somebody sit down and like write, you know, a couple paragraphs in the card and not get me anything else than buy me an expensive piece of jewelry. And So we're blaming who for this mess that we're in today where we have to spend so much money? Hallmark. Should we do an episode on Hallmark? Conspiracy theories. And what they're up to? I mean, I when I was looking at this, like, I didn't even want to get into all of that kind of stuff because it's kind of crazy. So I just took it in like a really dark place. Mm. Looked for like something that was not lovely. <laughs> for Hallmark or for Valentine's? For Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, my bloody Valentine. Yeah, there is actually a oh, lot yeah. of horror movies related to Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Yeah, a lot of slasher films. It's great. What 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 in a perfect world you could take like such a happy day for people, well most people, and then just throw a nice little slasher in there. People get all chopped up. They do that for every holiday, I think. It's good though. Yeah. Every holiday should yeah. have a good 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 choice of slasher f- films. So, what other horror movies are out there that are Valentine's themed besides My Bloody Valentine? Um, there's a shit ton. I can't think of right now. No, I got nothing. What about some real life things that took place on Valentine's Day that are pretty horrific? Any ideas? Um, I think I don't know. Maybe you do. I think you might have an idea. Well, um, since you're asking, you know, I mean, we are a parababble, so there's some paranormalness to what we do, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, and if you want to hear more of these wonderful, enlightening shows, you can uh, find us on Podbean or iTunes or Stitcher. Um, if you want to send us an email and tell us how much you love this show and are so enthralled by Aretha Franklin and Alexander Graham Bell, uh, you can drop us an email at parababblepodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on facebook.com slash parababble or the wonderful tweeters, Twitter tweeters, tweeters. at parababble. Send us some twugs. <laughs> send your love notes to send, send at Parababble <laughs> or you could just tell us what a shitty show this is right now <laughs> well we're trying we're having fun with this one right. we knew this was kind of be a little one off well you know I mean try to do things that are current and we did such an awesome Christmas episode if uh, anybody caught that that was a pretty fun episode we had I think more fun than anybody else did but it was great yeah Krampus yeah And, uh, you know, in keeping with that theme, we're doing a little Valentine's Day. So if we're going to talk about, you know, the loveliness that goes on, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We always like to put some balance to things. Absolutely. So how about a ghost story? We got a Valentine's ghost story? Yeah. We do? You you know about this? I I don't know about this. Oh, you're nodding your head like you knew. We even have some personal connection to it because of some place that we've investigated. We do. Yeah. I, I don't do. even know this. Yeah. So, have you ever heard of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, what do you know about it? Wasn't that Capone getting shot up? No, Capone. Capone didn't get shot up. That's or right. it was six of his henchmen or something like that? So, February 14th, not March 7th. 
We're going to call this episode, when we list this episode, it's going to be the March 7th, 1876 episode. Just, oh, I like that. That's I know. Be the Mar- yeah, the March 7th Valentine's Day special. I like that a lot. There you go. That's very good. Okay. So, so 1929, let's set the stage. It is early in the morning. Seven men are waiting for a delivery at a warehouse on Chicago's north side. North side. Now, you got to think that this is during Prohibition still. Right. So chances are this was probably an illegal, you know, delivery that was coming in. Maybe some whiskey, something like that, to go out to the local pubs and bars. And instead of a delivery truck pulling up with some delicious spirits, um, a cop car pulls up. And three uniformed policemen and two detectives get out and go into the warehouse. And the next thing you know, all kinds of shots are heard, commotion, the officers and the detectives run out, get in the car, and drive away. So some of the local people go over to the warehouse and go in to see what happens. And there is a gruesome, gruesome scene of basically these seven men shot to death with blood and gore all over the place. Nice. So this was like such a horrific crime for the time. You know, like there was some mob stuff going on here and there, but this was pretty significant and, you know, just the massive amount of you know, horrificness and gore that took place. So um, the gang that Capone put the hit out on, who were these seven men, were part of um, this Bugs Marone. So it was his men. Al Capone put the hit out. Al Capone's guys go in. They shoot up these seven guys. Dressed as police officers. Dressed as police officers. Okay. So Capone, of course, swears up and down. He had nothing to do with this, nothing to do with this. But they actually did do ballistic testing on the bullets back in 1929 and found to be the match to guns that were hidden in a hideout that Capone was known to frequent. Mm. So he doesn't actually go away for that, though. Um, He goes away a couple years later for something else. And do you know where he spends his time? Eastern State Penitentiary? That's right. Oh, yeah. We have actually seen Capone's cell at Eastern State. Looked cozy, didn't it? Though it did. Yeah. The way it was lighted. No, no it was all furnished. Yeah, he had like what? full fledged oh, yeah. furniture. Come on, this guy's living in style. Oh yeah, yeah he was. was living in style. Oh yeah, I mean like bookcases. Like he had a real bed. He had a writing desk. He had a little. Uh, he had a comfy chair. Yeah, I mean it yeah. was pretty pretty intense. So he goes and he's you know spending time at Eastern State and I mean I couldn't imagine what it would be like to be there even with all the luxuries that he had because it's a pretty intimidating place when we went there to investigate but inmates would say that they would hear him in the middle of the night screaming for jimmy to leave him alone so jimmy they believe was actually james clark who was one of the men that was killed during the massacre and he was actually the brother-in-law of this bugs marone so oh, this just got real. A lot of people have said that the ghost of James Clark, Jimmy, haunted Capone for the rest of his life because of that hit. Yep. Wow. Kind of cool, huh? It does all tie in. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting on a lot of levels because, you know, Capone had syphilis, which is ultimately what he died of. Right. So some people say that he probably wasn't haunted by anything. He was actually starting to become delusional. And the guilt of how violent that hit was just aided him. 
But other people say that that is a load of crap because Capone didn't care about the violence or any of that. You know, he was never a guy to be, you know, regretful of things that he did. And that it really was this ghost of James Clark Jimmy who was haunting him. Huh. Pretty I cool. did read that uh, Capone was pretty heartless and I've seen a common theme in a lot of different articles with that, so that would make kind of sense. So this Jimmy's like, I'm going to get your ass now. Well, and he could be, into, you know, syphilis, I mean, unless you have it and spoke about it, you never know what extent it does to people. So could he have been delusional with that or could it have been a ghost? Probably could have been both. Yeah, I mean, he's haunted at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Figure his, you know, defenses are down the most. That's when you're the most vulnerable. If you know anything about ghosts trying to communicate, that's usually when it happens is during dream states and things like that because, you know, I don't know, maybe it's just easier then. It takes less energy, whatever it is. He could have been having, like, night terrors, too, for all you know. Well, and here, well let's add on to this, this whole thing. Um, he's now isolated. He's not with his family or friends. He's not in the comfort of his home. He is isolated in a cell, and he's probably reflecting on all the tragic things that probably left him there. Even if he was a, a hard ass, he has to think somewhere, holy shit, how did I get here? You know, what happened? And if that was such a horrific crime at the time, then, you know, he's got to deal with his own his own fate. But you think he's got to be, I mean, something must have been going on that he was pretty scared. For him to be screaming out in the middle of the night for this guy to leave him alone. I mean, other people could hear this happening. He had a rep. You know, you wouldn't want to seem like you That's were weak or, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, you're a tough guy. You're, you know, you're Al Capone for crying out loud. And you're in your cell crying like a bitch. Right. Curled up in a ball. Jimmy. Mm. Jimmy coming at him hard. Hmm. Hmm. So I, I just blew both of... your minds, didn't I? He kind of, yeah, he kind of, yeah, we kind of got real. I just going to, I'm going to drop the mic. There it is. Oh, out. mic drop. <laughs> We won't talk about um, Alexander Bell anymore. <laughs> I, mean, that's going to... I mean, having investigated Eastern State, I mean, the only thing paranormal about that place that we ran into was the obscene amount of cockroaches that infested it. But it sounds like if he was being haunted, it was something that was attached to him that mm -hmm. was following him around. So. And it would have been cool if we could have done EVP work in his actual cell. Yeah, unfortunately, it was, it was closed off. Yeah. You could see inside it very clearly, but you couldn't actually walk in. I'll post a picture on the Parababble Facebook page yeah, that we took. It, it is pretty impressive to see, but yeah. um, when we were there, we really didn't have anything. We had like one or two like strange things come through the hack, but right. other than that, it was pretty much it. Okay. I mean, granted, we were only there for, what, I think like three hours, too? Yeah, I think it was like four, four or five, but... I mean, the place is massive. So. Yeah. And we got to every place in the building, but obviously we had to do a quick run. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're standing in death row for 10, 15 minutes. You know, nothing's happening. You're picking up and moving on because it is so massive. Did you know this story when you went there? No. No. I mean, we knew that Capone was there, but I didn't know that... The Jimmy, suppose, yeah. the whole the whole story. The whole Valentine's Day massacre. Because that would have been an interesting angle to go in there and try to communicate and see. Yeah, you know? it wasn't something that they talked about at all. I didn't see like any placards or anything that talked about, you know, him. Because he was in there for a different reason. Yeah. So it had nothing to do with this. That yeah, they probably just said yeah. But yeah, I think he got like tax evasion is what they caught him for. They were just looking for anything to lock him up. And, and that's uh, eventually where he died, taxes. right? No, he. He got out. He got out. He got out. 
I believe. He died in his home or something like that. Or yeah. He, he got real sick in the head. Yeah. Huh. But that's the, uh, just the fact that, you know, the connection is there between the name, you know, the, the actual massacre that happened. Like, it makes sense. You know, sometimes you hear those stories and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a bunch of crap. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way that that's even plausible. Right, right. But you've got the event that happens, his tie to the event, the person who was part of the people that were killed, the connection to him, and then this whole thing of what he's saying. You know, so, I mean, could other people have known about this James Clark? Yeah. But why make up stories that... At this time, was he starting to get, like, delusional? Well, people Was he sick when he was in there, when that was happening? That's, like, the whole thing behind it, is that some people say he was and some people say he wasn't, because no one really knows, like, exactly when it started to affect him. Right. Because he had people around that were protecting him, too. You know, long after, he was probably not well enough to be doing much. But he never really spoke of it? No. Do we have our intern Bigfoot looking that up? I'm looking into Al Capone when he died and when he, you know, was... He was in Eastern State in 1929. I don't know when he got out. Okay, well, he died. Guess what day? March March 7th. January 27th. Oh! No, January 17th. I'm sorry. No, 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 wait. January 25th. (laughs) He was born on January 17th, 1899. Um, Yeah, he was out of jail by then. So, yeah. Well... Who came up, you know, the idea, maybe we can research this later, is uh, where this story started getting some life to it, you know. It could have been any Jimmy, but it's just happened, you know, the facts sit that way that, you know, know, maybe he did have a conscience. Or maybe Jimmy really did come back and haunt him. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time you hear stories about stuff like that happening. Right. It's never happened to us, though. No, it's never happened. Well, we've never whacked anybody or ordered people to get whacked. <laughs> I mean, it happened to, to Scrooge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, that story's as old as, you know, whatever. And even back then, there was the idea of somebody who was wronged coming back to haunt you. You know? Classic case of, you know, good, evil. Guilt. Guilt. Yeah. And maybe the attachment that he had, if he had this attachment, made him even worse off than he was. Because of the disease. Oh, true. So this is our uh, bipolar part of the show where we went from complete hysterics <laughs> to serious. <laughs> totally serious. Totally serious. Yeah. We can bring this up. Um, roses. How many think they sell? Not you looking at my answers, but millions. Fourteen million. Eight hundred and fifteen billion. Right. <laughs> That's how many they buy for dogs. That's how many they buy for dogs. <laughs> 14 million roses are uh, estimated that they sell on Valentine's Day. Um, biggest rook ever. Yeah, we're in the wrong business. Yeah. We, we need should. to start a rose farm. Mm-hmm. We could do that. We could do wall colors. How about a uh, Thomas Watson story? Who? Exactly. <laughs> Just some dude on Valentine's Day. <laughs> got a divorce. No, he's got a little more fame to him. Um, international business machines. It's elementary, dear Watson. IBM. IBM, February 14th, 1924. Thomas Watson proclaimed the organization. And it is still going today strong. What's the day he thought of it? 
And then he actually uh, no, 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 started no. on March 7th. Oh, there's no patents. <laughs> it's 1924, not 1876. Okay. <laughs> but that's kind of, you know, an odd day, you know, where he took over. But IBM, that's when it got on the map. What so, else do we want to know? So how does this, how does this Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day, relate to the paranormal? Wow. Silent, silence, uh, hush over the crowd here. I don't really think it relates to anything. Maybe the mythology of how it came about, but... The ideas of undying love. Oh, undying love. Till death do us part. Ooh, such a long time. (laughs) In this life and the next. Okay. Oh my god. Is this New Year's or where are we at here? Valentine's was supposed to be easy. Chocolate, candy, sex, divorces. Is that how it is in your house? Yeah, it's crazy at my house. Valentine's Day is very quiet. Well, I think when we start these shows, we never really know where they're going to go. No. Because everybody's always got something to bring to it. That's why we just babble. That's why we babble. Yep. Um, So next year on Valentine's Day, we probably will not do a Valentine's Day show. Unless we can find paranormal love stories. We'll do an episode about Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> mm-hmm. We could do that. I think he covered it. Didn't he try to communicate with spirits with his phone? Um, Didn't he have like a spirit no, phone? No, I think that was Frank's function. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was there, either that or Tesla. Somewhere in that line, you're thinking yeah, there were some... One of them. Yeah, and that guys. became like a hush-hush thing because... Yeah, they don't... Crazy. Want, yeah. But they just wanted it just for, you know, mouth-to-mouth there to talk to people. One of them famous inventors. One of them, they're famous inventors. What? (laughs) Mouth-to-mouth. Receiver-to-receiver. Resuscitation. Oh, I'm sorry that. I am. (laughs) How are you today? I don't know. Put your mouth on my mouth, please. It's great. I thought about calling you on February 14th, but now it's March 7th. I'm here. Come see me. Did you get the kite with the key? What? Sorry, but your chocolate covered strawberries are now moldy. They don't stay. Oh my gosh. Um, Yep, and there it is. They did a survey. They did a, I call it this. They did, uh, I don't know. There's surveys all over the place. Yep. Um, this, I call this the embarrassment survey. Uh, they figured out that um, 15% of women send roses to their work to save face. That is so sad. That is so sad. You might as well eat chocolate and just, you know, off yourself. In a, I don't I know. I sent those to you. Um, my boyfriend, paper, paper cup. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Glasgow. Did you ever see the Brady Bunch movie? <laughs> he sent me these lovely flowers. Who? Jimmy G- Glasgow? <laughs> oh, you don't know him. He lives in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Secret admirer. Yeah. But yeah, so um, I'm going to walk through my office tomorrow. I'm going to look around and go, who would send flowers to themselves? Hmm. You? 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 You got to read the cards, and if it's just like, you're the best. <laughs> or the, the infamous unsigned one. <laughs> name, happy Valentine, love you, no name. See, I would never want flowers at my job. How are you going to get them freaking things home? In your car. 
Yeah, but the water's going to spill out. It's going to oh be Oh, my God. Mess. There's way too much technical thinking there. <laughs> Man, look at this beautiful dozen roses. I don't want this shit. I got to get it home. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw a lady at work, um, one of my older jobs that I was at for a while. She got uh, flowers and a like um, cashew and peanut set sent to her work. And she blew a gasket on them. She did not want anything sent to work. She didn't want anything for anything. A cashew and peanut set. Whatever. You know, they, they they put peanuts and all this different stuff in there because she was like one of those health nuts. And then like a bunch of roses. <laughs> She's not health nuts. nuts. I didn't mean she it that way. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I meant it as a health nut. Because you usually say, oh my god, you're a health nut. I didn't say nuts. It was singular. It was nut. This episode has gotten nutty. But but anyway, long story short, because you, I, I don't think her problem was getting them home. She just got pissed just off at them. She didn't like nuts. Well, come to find out, we... Uh, you are what you eat. She was, she was having an affair, and she didn't want to get embarrassed by her husband sending flowers there because she thought the other guy would get pissed off. Oh, my God. So, long story short. You just, like, <laughs> took that right... Took the wind right out of those sails. <laughs> back, to, back to bipolar Valentine's Day special. Um, let's see. One billion of Valentine's sales are made up of um, 80% of it. 80% of one billion Valentine's purchased are all made by women. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's getting late, kids. Okay. Wait, so, can you just read that again, please? <laughs> you want me to read it the way I wrote it, or do you want me to read it the way it came out of my head? Slowly. Of one billion Valentine's purchased, the sales. Women make up 80% of all of the sales. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, I know. I still don't get it. <laughs> they do a lot of shopping. They buy them? I don't... Really? Yeah. They buy 80%? Of 1 billion. No, we're not talking the 18 billion or anything like that, but For a billion sales. No, to like... For guys? Yeah. Guys have to be higher. So guys... No, guys will only be able to buy 20% of the 1 billion, because that's what makes up 100%. No, guys buy more than 80%. <laughs> but if guys are spending $108 on average... And the women are only spending 53. These women are like pumping it out. Who's crunching these numbers? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a number cruncher per se. Yes, it's a hundred it's hundred and eighty percent of one billion. <laughs> one trillion. One hundred million trillion dollars. Um, we're just gonna keep going here. Guess what soars in March after Valentine's Day? Alexander Kripal. <laughs> In March, the highest sales are recorded in pregnancy tests. Makes sense. Makes sense. And then they end up children with no two-parent families anymore. Because they're breaking up because they're pissed off at each other because now they're pregnant. Um, in Japan, women are expected to buy men chocolate on Valentine's Day. Oh, look at that. Reversal of the roles. Well, they wanted it. They got it. <laughs> We still throw our children out if they're female, but well, yeah, you know, it's, all, no, it's all within reason. That's China, not Japan. Oh, sorry. Oh. We wouldn't want to offend anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so we never do that. Does anybody know who made the first heart-shaped candy box? Hallmark. Cadbury. Not Bell. 
Come on. Cadbury. Very good. Yeah, yeah, I knew this. Yep. I actually knew this, that Cadbury is like synonymous with Valentine's Day. Yep. The son designed it. Dad had, the, had coffee tea shop owner, but he had a son, and they, boop, boop, 1822 yep. was the first one they came around, and they put it in a little heart. So even back in 1822, you're you're screwed. I mean, there was no way around this with the whole, you know, buy some candies. Do you, you know that this is getting to be, we're getting a little punchy because now I just have heart-shaped box going through my head right oh. now oh, God. from Nirvana? Yeah. I knew as soon as I looked at it, I said heart-shaped box. I'm like, we'll close the episode with that. <laughs> um, where you can reach us at, Allison, at this podcast. I don't think anyone's going to want to reach us after right. this show. But. We're at Paragon. No, we want them to send us their, their Valentines. Oh, yes. You want Valentine stories? I want Valentine's cards, like e-cards. Don't give Hallmark any money. Or just little greetings that say Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, that would be so nice. Yeah, it would. You could send them to us on Valentine's Day or March 7th. <laughs> yes, we will accept <laughs> well, March 7th. But not the third Saturday in October, people. No. That is for Halloween time. Oh, boy. So you can hit us up on parababblepodcast at gmail.com. Or. Or facebook.com slash parababble. Or. Twitter users can use at parababble. Or we can go for the three big ones. iTunes. Stitcher. Stitcher. MySpace. Podbean. MySpace. <laughs> uh, bringing it back. <laughs> that is so old school, it's not even in a school anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. How does that guy feel? He's probably still rich. He probably doesn't care. Yeah, I know. But you could always be richer. Sure. <laughs> like Zuckerberg rich or like MySpace rich. <laughs> Maybe he needs a card. Maybe. But that will wrap up our Valentine's show. Um, we call it the what a bipolar. bipolar episode. Oh my gosh, we were all over the map. I'd like to thank me for starting that. I'd like to thank uh, me for ending it. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, we will catch you uh, in a couple weeks with a new episode. So send us your emails. Get them out there. Let us know what you think. Um, don't you, you ain't going to hurt our feelings. So until then, see you on down the road. Jeff, Bob, Haley, signing out. We heart you. We heart. Bye. Heart. Rob's not making a heart. We can't close They can't see us anyways. They will in their heads. Okay, I'll give this. He just made hearts. All right. All right. Good night, folks.